Hello, PodFam, and hello, Rachel. How are you this evening? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Is it weirding out that we can see each other as we're podcasting here? It is. Guys, we're testing out the Zencaster video function today because usually we do not see each other when we record and we're just like, oh, that's what your recording session, that's what your recording area looks like. (laughs) Right, we we both still look like hobbits. We didn't dress up for each other because no. we are well beyond that in this friendship. Um, I'm in my fleece oh. pajamas. They're plaid and pink. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I've got like throw blanket, a shawl, and slippers on at the moment. Love it. You know, it's a snowstorm out there again. It is. What's your uh, microphone resting on, by the way? A candle. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Mine's on a little box of um. I got this box for my boyfriend for Christmas of uh, like sage essential oils Mm. and they're in the little box and that's, yeah, it's become my stand. Love it. Love it. I almost wish I was recording in the backseat of my car tonight. That would have been fun to have on video. That would have been, that would have been interesting. I feel like our internet would have been like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Hey, you know what? That garage gets really good reception. Fair enough. So how's your week been? It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been a been lot. A it's been a week. It's, it's been, been a week. It's been a week. Mm-hmm. What kind yeah. of tea are you drinking to, to relax and unwind? I am having my immunity booster tea because I've been feeling it hard lately. I just want to keep my immunity up. And uh, along with that, I decided to take Saturday, this coming Saturday off. So I feel like I'm really setting myself up for a good, you know, getting my energy back. What are you having? Well, tonight I let uh, the boyfriend pick my tea. Oh, that's fun. Yes, I know. Who knows what I was going to be drinking. But he pulled Lala Lavender, which is a really nice light um, white tea. And I actually haven't had this one in a very long time. So like he made a good choice. I thought he was going to pick Cinnamon Hearts because that's his favorite. But I always say no in the evening because it has caffeine Mm -hmm. in it. So I'm glad he picked a calming tea. I thought you were out of Cinnamon Hearts. I am. I am. So, uh, yeah. But like, uh, he d- it's not like he actually goes and looks at my tea collection. He just says cinnamon fair. hearts. Let's have cinnamon hearts. And I'm like, <laughs> it's 11 o'clock at night. I would like to go to sleep. So, no, we are not having cinnamon hearts. So, without him knowing, I finished the bag and have not restocked yet. Well, there you go. I had yeah. my first white tea today actually too at work and it was lovely. Oh, nice. No, it didn't. It said it was supposed to taste like cherry, but it, it didn't. There was apple in it instead. And I was just like, that doesn't why is it why is it called cherry pom pom if there's apple in it and no cherry? And you know, that's really what set my day off on the wrong foot. <laughs> yeah. You know, if it's gonna if they're gonna label it something like that. But I guess like it maybe it was like two apples to one cherry, you know, pom pom. So I just there was no on the little ingredient list on the back, nothing. Not even like cherry infusion. Just wasn't oh, there. So geez. Okay. Well, yeah. that one was a fail. Oh, it was actually really good. But I was like, maybe call it like apple pom pom. I I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> we'll write them a letter. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna write a complaint actually. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I'm at today. In case anybody wanted to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we you did struggling. something. We are struggling. We are struggling. I apologize in advance if this is a rocky episode, um, but, you know, we're dealing with the day that we just had and the fact that I can see your face and it's a weird. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. My face is weird. 
No, it just it feels it feels like I'm in a work Zoom meeting and I was just like I thought the work day ended. I know. I feel like we've we've already pinned in our like six hours of Zoom meetings today. Real number, yeah. real number people. That, six that is hours a real Zoom number. Meeting. And yeah, it does feel like we're on Zoom. And I also like talk a lot with my hands and I feel like it's mm-hmm. weird on video and you're like watching me go like all over the place here. No, it's all right. Don't don't worry. Your face I love to see, but the appearance of it looking like Zoom is giving me uh, trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Having some Sorry. trauma. But you did something exciting last night, didn't you? Why don't you tell I, me about it? I did. I did. I took myself on a date. Um, it was my first public appearance in two years. Love that. Love that. She yes. finally made it back out into the world, guys. Yeah. And you know what? I kind of forgot about how much I like to go out. Like for an mm-hmm. introverted person, you know, like yeah, in quotations, you know, like hard. like once a month, yeah, once a month we like yeah. To go but out. you know, yeah. when you haven't done anything for two years, like it felt so special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like I, I might not- even wear I might even wear a cute little outfit. Yeah. Okay. I did not. Um, okay. Because the place I was going was a church, and anytime I've gone to a performance in a church, it's been notoriously cold. So. It was kind of cute. Like all the other people who went, they had like their little mini skirts on and their boots and their little dresses. And I know it was super cute. And then I'm this weird person in like my full length um, descent coat, had some Mm -hmm. yoga pants underneath and just like a thermal shirt (laughs) and a blanket scarf. I mean – I think that's the perfect outfit. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, what what did you actually do? Because at the moment, it's sounding like you went to an evening church service. <laughs> no, okay, I did not go to an evening church service. I went to a candlelight concert that was a tribute to Taylor Swift. <sighs> I'm so jealous. You were sending really me videos, good. and and I was just like, why am I not there? Yes, and if any of our listeners are on our Instagram, they probably saw those videos a couple of weeks ago. Um, that was my first attempt at a reel, so I apologize. They're they're not mm-hmm. that great, and I was also super embarrassed to be like recording, even though like all the groups of girls around me were like taking selfies and stuff. I'm just like, as we all know, not very good at that kind of stuff. So it was so much fun. And fun fact, and I thought this was really appropriate for Taylor. Um, the church that it was held in was actually um, the first church to have the first gay marriage. In the city, okay. I think I might have that wrong a little bit. I might have to like clarify that at a later date. But just because like Taylor is so um, like she has so much of a voice mm-hmm. about gay rights and equal opportunities, I just kind of loved that the church that it was in was like a landmark event. That's really interesting, actually. I like that. Uh, I love that for her. It does yeah, feel like, very Taylor Swift. Yeah, like I don't think they chose that church because of that but it was like one of those little fun facts when you first get there and the event itself so it's it's candlelight concerts but it's hosted by fever and i Mm -hmm. highly recommend their events this is the first one i've gone to but Mm -hmm. they're pretty much in every major city in canada and the u.s um Mm -hmm. and they just put on a bunch of different like types of shows and concerts they're really like cost effective too like i think for a front row seat it was like 60 bucks Mm -hmm. um that's nice yeah, which really wasn't that bad. And I think the starting price was like 30 mm-hmm. And what I love is going to small venues because there really isn't like a bad seat yeah. in the house. 
Um, but if you guys saw from the picture, there were candles everywhere. And I heard one of the ushers say that there were over 2,000. I love it. So it was like – Taylor would have loved it. Oh, gosh, yeah. Like I hope she sees the reels that, that I posted. <laughs> um, that would just make my day. And um, yeah, I just – like you could really appreciate how complex her music is mm-hmm. because there were two violins, a viola, and um, a cello. Mm-hmm. And they just like all layered in together. Um, they each kind of took turns as the lead. It was just so beautiful to listen to um, all too well when they played that one. I had like literal chills. It was so good. Mm-hmm. So good. And I would have sobbed. Oh, yeah. Like it was just amazing. And the um, players, they were also very like interactive as well. Like they'd stop between every one to two songs and mm-hmm. they would just say something like fun or like a little bit about Taylor. And they really got the crowd going as well. So it was kind of like everyone just kind of felt like, oh, man, we're all out again. And like, how do we behave mm-hmm. when we're out in public? That's fun. Yeah. So it was just a lot of fun. And I always appreciate people who can play instruments because like my family has like musical <laughs> prodigies in it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I have a second cousin who's like, a, a prodigy player of like the piano. My sister has been like first chair on the violin in these major orchestras. And mm-hmm. then there's me who like <laughs> can't read music at all. So I'm always super jealous. Like you can tell the musical gene was not split like equally in this family. Um, yeah. I'm so always that- amazed by people who can play like strings in general because like oh the violin God. is not an easy instrument. No. And I remember I was like so fascinated by it as a kid, but it really feels like something that like you need to pick up. I mean, I I do not play the violin, so I'm sorry if I am incorrect with this, but like when I look at it, I'm like, I could not learn how to do that now. Like, I feel like you need to be, that needs to be like a formative, I am learning it from childhood. Yeah, no, absolutely. My sister has been playing since she was a kid and she actually has like my grandfather's violin and she's restored it and stuff. So she has been playing for like a very, very long time and Mm -hmm. she's amazing at it. But like for me, if you give me a sheet of music, don't know what you're (laughs) talking about, like cannot read. I had to squeak my way past like eighth grade music by copying Mm -hmm. people's like finger movements because I'm a visual learner. So if like I can watch you do it, I can do it. But if you like then put the music in front of me, I will have no clue. So, yeah. Yeah. It was not destined to be musical, but that's okay. I'm good at other things. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let's like round this back to what the topic of our episode actually is going to be based yes. on your experience last night. Yeah. So I think one thing I didn't mention, I guess I mentioned it at the very beginning, but like I did go by myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people think that's weird. Um, yeah. Is that weird? Yeah. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> no. I honestly don't think that it is, but there's something like in our makeup where it feels like it should be. Yes. You know, like it's it's completely yeah. normal. And when you go out, it's almost like you're like, oh, I can do pretty much anything that I want right now. And it's very freeing, but your whole time you're sitting there and you're just like, should I be doing this by myself? Is it normal to do it? Am I weird? Are all these people looking at me being like, why is this crazy girl here by herself? (laughs) And like, I don't know. One thing that I always think of is like, have you ever gone like shopping by yourself for like a day? 
Oh, I love them all. To me, I don't even think about that. Like I just just go. Oh, really? I do. I yeah. No, that's something. I guess this will be my like small thing, but I find um, I think because I have some like anxiety when it comes to big crowds, I get like very self conscious when I'm in a shopping mall. That Mm. like I I swear I'm like running around in fight or flight mode unless I have a friend with me because I'm just like everyone's looking at me weird. And I think it's because when I was younger, I had this one experience in a store where I was just window shopping by myself. And the lady was really rude to me being like, why are you in here? And I was just like, did you have like a pretty woman moment? Yeah, I think I did. I think I did. (laughs) It was in, you know, like the the minier town near uh, Mm -hmm. where we grew up. There's this one store that's kind of like a decorative – like it's kind of like a gift slash furniture store. And I was in there one time and they really judged me and I was really offended. And uh, ever since then, I don't think I like shopping by myself because I feel like I shouldn't be doing it by myself. Oh, that's so sad. Well, I went through like a wave of emotions about this event. So um, when Mm -hmm. I first saw the event, like it was a week before it happened. So I was saw it and I was just like, oh my God, Taylor Swift, we're going to be out of like our, I don't know, 10th lockdown. So I immediately booked the ticket because I was just like, you know what? I need to go out. Like I've forgotten mm-hmm. how to go out and I really like have gone, become like complacent with being at home all the time. So I was super excited and like my boyfriend was just like, is this something I have to go to too? And I was just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like no. <laughs> he would have gone if I like asked him, but yeah, I, I knew that was not his thing. So I was just like, it's okay. I will go. And going down like totally like psyched, all that kind of stuff. I walk there and of course like I'm the first person to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> I you treated like, this concert you treated this concert like a horror show <laughs> oh yeah like I have to be first um and I didn't even plan that attention I kind of thought I was riding like right on time and maybe a little bit behind with the weather and I, so I like walked right into the church into the main uh, part and they all look at me and they're just like um you're, you're 15 minutes early we don't open the door yet oh so God. I like shuffle back outside and stand first in line and they give you like priority and then copper, silver, bronze seating. And I got mm-hmm. the priority. And so I was the first one in the doors. So they're just like, yep, yeah, pick where you want to sit. And I chose like front and center. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm that person who will sit front and center. Mm-hmm. And that's when I kind of started feeling like a little awkward because yeah. first of all, I'm like the only one in this church sitting in a pew front and center. <laughs> um that was there. awkward number one. And mm-hmm. then as people started coming in, there were like, you know, girls with their boyfriend and like, well done to those boyfriends. They they are troopers. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. there were a lot of like girl groups as well, like between two to five. And they were just kind of having like their own little conversations, taking pictures. And like, I was probably not on their radar, but for some reason, I felt like I stood out sitting yeah. there in the middle of the front, like by myself. So I got like a little bit self-conscious because I'm just like, are they going to think I'm weird? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. do I look like homeless? Because like they're all dressed up and like I am not. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I then that's kind of when I got a little bit weirded out. But once the performance started, like totally forgot about it, like just enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And that's the thing about going to performances or shows by yourself. Mm-hmm. When it's actually happening, it's not like you can talk to people anyway and mm-hmm. – it really did feel like the whole room, we were just having this collective experience. So mm-hmm. in that moment, like I didn't feel 
alone and I didn't feel awkward. You know, we're all participating. We're all just enjoying what's happening in front of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I, it's kind of like you go through just waves of emotion mm-hmm. of feeling super out of place. But then yeah. if you're in a space where everyone's there for a reason, you just allow mm-hmm. yourself to to join in. Yeah. No, I agree. I had a, I had a very similar experience to that um, a few years ago where I went to a movie by myself, which you know what? After doing it, it's a really fun experience now that I would recommend it. Oh, gotcha. So I was like, okay, well, I really wanted to go see Avengers Infinity War again, which, you know, was it was a weird experience when I remember back because like with those kind of blockbuster movies and stuff like that's usually like an event you go to with your friends. Yeah. And I was just like this little blonde girl rolling in to like my 6 p.m. show and I was just like gonna go walk up and get my popcorn and stuff and it did it did feel a bit weird because like the theater wasn't exactly full because it was a few weeks after it had come out and there was like some families in there like groups of friends and stuff and it definitely felt like I came in last Mm -hmm. for the movie so it felt like everyone was watching me as I went (laughs) no one else followed you in (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no one else followed me in and I went to go sit by myself in my little corner of the of the theater. But I think like one thing that I found from that experience that maybe you can relate to with this show is that when you go somewhere with your friends or a partner or something, you do sometimes feel a bit more inclined to not necessarily focus just on what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you yes. might – turn over and be like, oh, how are you? Like, what do you think? Or uh, say it's a movie, like a chick flick that you bring your boyfriend to. Like, you're worried if they're liking it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I remember that experience with like, um, because the first time I had seen Infinity War was with my mom Mm -hmm. because I was super cool at the time. And, you know, like she was like, oh, whatever. Like, it's Marvel. And I was like sitting there because I'm a bit of a Marvel nerd and I was like blown away and stuff. (laughs) But I could feel her energy of not being super into it the first time where getting to have that experience later where I was like, okay, I just am by myself. I got the popcorn and the candy that I wanted. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy it fully, not be distracted. I definitely, looking back, I really enjoyed that experience because it was pure presence that I find you don't – you might not experience if you're with friends or family. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And especially feeling the other person's energy or mm-hmm. um, knowing that like this isn't 100% their thing. You almost mm-hmm. feel responsible for making sure yeah. that they're having a good time. I can think of so many times I've been in that situation and I'm just like, are you liking it? Like, is this okay? Do you like, do you want to stay? You know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Where that's why I kind of chose to go by myself the other night because I knew that the people who were going to be there were there because they love to listen to Taylor Swift mu- music. And like I didn't have to feel like I needed to entertain anyone. I could just be a part of the moment. So that's like definitely a big pro for going mm-hmm. to things by yourself. And honestly, I was just kind of thinking about it as we were talking that I can't think of any time I've been like in a movie theater and mm-hmm. watching people come in and noticed like a person coming in by themselves and sitting down and thinking that's weird. I know no. it's, it's something that's so much in our head 
because we mm-hmm. just think everyone's looking at us and like everyone cares, but like really no one gives a fuck. You're like just some little person. <laughs> um, unless you're doing something really weird, they don't notice you. So I feel like that's something like we all kind of have to get over. And that's something like I eventually got over, especially when the performance started. It was just like, okay, you know what? I doubt anyone even notices that I'm even sitting here. So let's kind of start with things that are super safe if someone wants Mm -hmm. to try going out on a date by themselves. I think the movies, that is probably the easiest thing. It's a great one, especially if you get there like five minutes before the trailers start. Like if in the chance that you're anxious about people noticing you, that's making it safe where there's a very small portion of time mm-hmm. where anybody could, even though they're not actually noticing you. But, you know, just help ease your anxiety. There's a, you know, there's a time limit where suddenly it gets dark and no one can see you and you can just enjoy. So that mm-hmm. one's definitely very safe. Yeah. So, and that was one thing. I've, I've had this thought about movies for a long time because that's probably been like the one of the first things that I've ever done by mm-hmm. myself it, is that, you know, even if you go with friends or go with a group, you're not talking. When you're there, mm-hmm. you know, like even even the old fashioned like movie and dinner yep. date, you're not like really connecting with your date. So that's why I think that's like one thing that's super safe. Another thing that's super safe, and I'm glad you brought it up originally, was going shopping by yourself. To me, that was just yep. so normal. But I also lived near two malls when I was in mm-hmm. school. So I walked with them by myself anyway. So for mm-hmm. me, like that was just normal but yeah i could see for some people like they would only go to the mall or only go out to a store with someone else mm-hmm. another one that i think too uh, and i actually enjoyed doing this a bit when i was living in the city is going to either a gallery or a museum mm, by yeah. yourself if you want to see um, an exhibit that's on like i know one i think Actually, pretty much the two main ones in the city I lived in will have like really interesting exhibits come in every few months Mm -hmm. and they kind of cycle out. So I remember I saw one on like the blue whale. That was really cool. Love the blue whale. And I just found it um, like, you know, when you're in a museum and an art gallery, (laughs) again, it's another one of those circumstances where like you kind of can talk when you're there, Mm -hmm. but it's a bit more frowned upon. Like they are very silent environments. So that's a good spot too where you can just go and, you know, embrace what it is that you're seeing because it's more accepted, I think, in a museum to be by yourself. Yeah, I think that's true because there's a lot of people there for like study. And I also Mm -hmm. just kind of think that from like a woman's perspective, it's also a very safe place to be where I can definitely understand because even I have these moments when I was like had to walk the five minutes from the parking lot to the church last night. I'm just like, by myself and it was really like one of those things yeah. like I just hadn't been out in at night in the city by myself in like years so meanwhile you were probably like 99.9% totally safe oh I was in like a residential area like yeah it's totally fine but that was something I was kind of thinking about so yeah like a museum or a gallery very safe um mm-hmm. I was actually that kind of prompted another thing that I mm-hmm. did when I was in Boston um, a couple years mm-hmm. ago My dad was training for the marathon, and Mm -hmm. so I kind of just, like, took the car and went exploring, and I actually ended up at the Harvard campus and, Mm -hmm. like, went for a coffee by myself, went to the library, toured the campus, and they actually have, like, a natural history museum there, and Mm -hmm. I toured the museum. 
by myself nice. for like five bucks. So like another yeah. thing, like just go on walking tours and and mm-hmm. experience kind of set areas as well. Yeah. I was also going to say the library. Kind of just like go into a library to do some work or, uh, you know, pick up a book or do some studying if you're still studying. Those are good moments too. I remember the first few times I did that, especially when I was like 18, uh, were a weird experience when you would go to the library by yourself and there's like a thousand people in one room with you <laughs> on a college campus and you're like, oh, I have to get this seat by myself. But, you know, I, mm-hmm. I always enjoyed my library time. It was very relaxing. Yeah. yeah. And always also yeah. a good place to be quiet by yourself. It's not mm-hmm. like you have to talk to anyone. Um, let's step it up to another level. And this is something that I did a lot in in university because I went to a business school. They would have like a lot of networking events or conferences mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, like kind of a weekend or or day things that went on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's always those things you get put in a group and you have to be interactive. And I've actually met a lot of cool people this way. Some of them I still do follow on Facebook and Instagram. But that that is like the next level because there you have to actually be a little bit social. So if mm-hmm. you're like introverts like us, like that's pretty challenging, you know, like networking you're pretty much forced is my into nightmare. Yeah, like you're forced into a room with strangers and you have to talk to them. It takes practice. So if you want to do that, like they're so beneficial because you really do learn so much at conferences. But Mm -hmm. what you'll find is most people came by themselves and Mm -hmm. you get like a nice mix of introverts and extroverts that like the extroverts will kind of help you bring yourself out of your shell. And you're Mm -hmm. also usually doing an activity. So it gives things a focus. It's not just like you're here, talk, you know, go together, talk to each other. Talk to each other. (laughs) Right? So that's kind of nice because it's a little bit more focused. So that would Mm -hmm. be like my next level of doing things by yourself. Mm -hmm. Have you got another next level one? I mean, like I do, but it's kind of like zero to 100. Okay. Really Well, how about this? This one's a challenging one. And like I still remember the first few times I did it. And now I think Mm -hmm. I can do it. I will still kind of like feel weird about it, but it's going out for dinner by yourself. (sighs) (sighs) what is your experience there well that one kind of ties into my like broader thing but I'll kind of I'll pull it out for this yeah Um, just talk about like how you felt because it was out of necessity you had to eat by yourself it was and I I remember I felt a bit um you know I find it's a different experience going to a coffee shop and sitting down by yourself to drink your coffee alone and then actually going for dinner where a waiter comes to you with a menu and such and yeah and it's an experience yeah it's like an experience that's gonna last an hour or so (laughs) yes and um similar to what you're saying about the show I did feel in the times where I had to do it that People were watching me and they thought it was a bit weird. I will say there was one waiter who definitely judged me one time. I'm pretty sure he asked me on like four separate occasions in the first 20 minutes, is somebody else coming? I was just like, oh, they probably- I, got- <laughs> I was like, did you think I got stood up? Like, um, <laughs> but over time I found that I really started to enjoy it because, you know, you can stay for as long as you want, whether mm-hmm. that's for 20 minutes or an hour. And a lot of the time I would just people watch. But one thing I did uh, at the beginning to make myself feel more comfortable is I would just bring a book with me. 
so that Mm -hmm. there was something that I was doing while I was waiting if I was feeling uncomfortable. And I found that either I was getting some peace of mind or I was reading a really good book and I feel like I don't go out for dinner by myself enough and I should do it more. Yeah, I want to start doing that again because a lot of times I've done it has been a bit more out of necessity. Mm -hmm. Like I've been away at like a week-long conference or something like that where like I'm just not at home and like I actively make the decision to go to a restaurant. I think we should all try doing that a little bit more. And I totally agree with you. The weirdest thing for me is like you're sitting there and you're not like – doing anything because it's not like you have anyone to talk to so yeah like you know definitely bring a book magazine newspaper I try not to play like sit on my phone it's a hard Mm -hmm. one I've definitely done that like a few times and the only reason why I don't want to be like on social media is because I feel like I'm not experiencing being by myself in a Mm -hmm. restaurant I'm just kind of like distracted just like mm-hmm. how I would sit at home and scroll um, on social media, sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. where I feel if you're, you know, reading a book, people watching, or like doing some work, even I think sometimes I was like, uh, I was studying for a course, so like I was just writing notes at the table, that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. you're just a little bit more aware of your surroundings that yeah. way. And then what I did, like, like I would actively, you know, turn off my phone, close the book, put away the notes when dinner would come. And I would just fully try to experience that meal and really enjoy it. So if you're someone who's like a foodie and really into like high quality food, you would probably really enjoy going to dinner by yourself because you just get such an appreciation of what's in front of you and the Mm -hmm. atmosphere that you're sitting in. So Mm -hmm. it's scary. Dinner is probably one of the scariest things by yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like you can sit in a food court by yourself and it's fine. Yeah. But like a restaurant – totally different. Mm -hmm. Well, it also feels weird too when it's like you're taking up a seat that's made like a table that's made for like two people or three people. Yeah, like two or four people. I'm just chilling. I know. Oh gosh. (laughs) I'm just chilling. If it's like a busy place where there's a wait and you're just like, well, I'm having dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. So I've got like a big one. Got a big, we're we're going big here. Yeah. This is what we were working up to. Yes, I have two experiences with this uh, and they're different. So it is traveling by yourself. <sighs> now, I I think we, let's just first put a little caveat here out. There is just traveling by yourself mm-hmm. like and not having to go very far. You know, you're just going yeah. on a on a car ride or bus or train. And then there's what you did. <laughs> yes. So I have two examples here. The first time I traveled by myself, I went to uh, the UK and I was just chilling in the trains all through England and Scotland. I went within the intention that I wanted to be by myself and just rest because it was right after I graduated from school and such. And I just, I felt like I really needed some time just to hang out. And I found like, you know, I chose England because I've been there a couple of times. So I was like, okay, like I kind of know my way around. I know my way around the train systems, all of that. So it wasn't too much. And then I wound up in the middle of the Scottish Highlands in a town that had not even like a street light. Like it was literally a street. (laughs) Uh, And the intention to go there was to go hiking and stuff. And once I got out there, I was just like, okay, So there's going for dinner by yourself and then there's having to be resourceful because you're in the middle of of the mountains in uh, 
a country that is not yours. And you have to be a little bit resourceful. So I definitely found that was a great experience to get my confidence up of just what I'm capable of in myself without asking people for help. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it was a really freeing experience because, you know, I did, aside from resourcefulness, like I did go with the intention that like I didn't really want to make friends. I didn't want to be on anybody else's schedule and stuff. And, you know, it was the first time I traveled where I got to choose what I was going to do, when I was going to do it, where I was going to go, all of that stuff, which was a pretty nice experience because when you're traveling with a group, you know, you're kind of on other people's schedules and, you know, like maybe you want to go to this section of London, but they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. And then it kind of limits you. So that was a experience that I will treasure always of just teaching me what I'm capable of by myself when it comes to getting out there in the world. But then the biggest part, then then the big, big one happened about a year later where Before we move on to that one though. Yes. Yes. Let's, I just want to break down your individual experience a little bit. Like what was it like checking into hotels by yourself? Um, so I stayed in hostels So it was not that bad, but I did have an experience um, when I first got to London because I just wanted to go somewhere where I knew that I was going to have my own room and could rest. So I did stay in a hotel there and um, it was okay. Like people were very respectful. I do think that um, more people in a hotel sense were a bit kind of judging me a little bit. Like I remember I had one experience where afterwards like I was kind of in my travel clothes because I was backpacking and I walked into the hotel about to go up to my room and the hotel guy stopped me and was like interrogating me about what my room number was. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, like not like kind of being like, oh, well, you know, like you're wearing your travel clothes. You must not be staying here. So that was a weird experience. And it was like one of those like that was like right at the beginning of the trip. So I was like, I don't know how to handle this situation. So I was just kind of like. I mean, I'm in room number, I don't remember what it was, but I'm like, I'm in room number 10. I don't, I don't know. And he's like, oh, okay. And I was just like, yeah, I stay here. So that was weird. But a lot of the time, I mean, it really depends on where you go, but the people, like if it was a bed and breakfast or a little hostel, usually they're very warm with you and they know that you're traveling by yourself. Yeah. And if you're staying at hostels, like there's so many people who are doing solo trips. Mm -hmm. So whether you're like trying to make friends or not, there's more just that baseline of just like, you're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. Like, cool. You Mm -hmm. know, everybody there is doing the same thing. And that's why I think just the one experience with the hotel was weird because he was kind of like, who is this? (laughs) Why are you kind of dirty? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why are you dirty? Why are you coming in here? And I think in that situation, it's just like, you just kind of have to act confident, right? But this was like your first time really just like booking a hotel, but like walking into a hotel by yourself, right? Without your parents. Yeah. So it was weird. Um, But yeah, the the next trip I did by myself, I'm just like, why? (laughs) I still can't really believe that I did it by myself, but I flew to pretty much just the very tip of South America. Um, I was fortunate enough to do a cruise to Antarctica, which I chose to do by myself. And um, it was a lot because I I went again. I'm sorry if I don't pronounce it right. Just it's my vocab. It's just the way my voice is. But flew down to Ushuaia in Argentina, and um, 
Let me tell you, I felt so, uh, and this was also after our trip too. So I was kind of going through separation anxiety from you because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, where are you? But it was the first time where I definitely felt I was having a difficult time figuring out how to get around. Like I just, I think I just felt a bit more out of place than I have before. Cause I think I was also anxious about the fact that I was on this trip soon. I was going to have like no cell service, nothing. Mm-hmm. And like getting on no, a ship. I, getting on a ship and going on a very dangerous patch of sea. So I was very nervous. And um I don't like I definitely didn't feel like I exercised my confidence for those first few days as I was just wandering around the town because I wanted to get there early enough that I knew I wasn't going to miss my boat from plane delays. And um I found like I was struggling to keep myself busy. Like I I kind of just was so in my head with anxiety that I was just like, oh, well, I guess I'll just like go to this coffee shop now. So I think um, one thing that I learned from that trip is like I when I got back, I'm like, you know, I wish that those first few days like I approached everything with more like just confidence. Like Mm -hmm. I wish that I put myself out there a bit more. And then kind of going to what you said about networking, once I got onto the ship, it was a moment where there was a lot of young people surprisingly on it and there was only a hundred of you and the only place that you could go was the ship bar if you weren't on land. So you had to learn how to make friends very fast. Yes. And what's nice about that trip is like almost everyone was there by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like you had a group of friends yeah. that went. It was like true solo traveling. Yes. So That's been still one of my favorite experiences to date because I find, um, you know, and maybe like kind of similar to what you said about the networking, I found that, you know, you're all solo traveling, like you don't have to maintain any sort of image or, you know, this is kind of who I am, you know, as opposed to a friend was introducing you to another friend sort of thing that I found like you get to the deep stuff like really fast Mm -hmm. in those situations because like you have nothing else to Like there's nothing stopping you. So one thing I learned from that is if you let yourself let your guard down and accept other people in as they are fully, you can have some really, really great conversations and great connections. And I don't know, like that's something that I've carried with me ever since. And I'm really glad that I did it. And it was also really scary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like just kind of prove to yourself like, oh, you can – go out and travel by yourself Mm -hmm. and I think we're like we're kind of just wrapping up now but I do want to briefly touch on people who are in relationships Mm -hmm. and um, this goes for all things like big and small I find it is kind of harder to go out and do things by yourself yeah but like one conversation I have with my partner is like we're happy for the other person to go do what the other person wants to do, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's just because we're older now or we've been together for a long time, but we're like, it's okay. You can go do whatever you want. I'm going to go do what I want. <laughs> and, you know, we've had this discussion before because, like, I'm someone who just wants to, like, go somewhere and park mm-hmm. myself for, like, a few weeks and just experience a new yeah. culture. And, you know, he's very fascinated by that, but he doesn't always want to go to the same place I do. And I've just kind of said like, hey, if I went to Italy for like a few weeks, like would you want to go? He's like, eh, maybe, but if you want to go, like that's fine. So that, that's something like to have a discussion with your partner about because if that's something that you like to do, you should kind of figure out early on if the person you're with is very much like, 
well, if you're going somewhere, I want to go too. And mm-hmm. just kind of establishing that commun- that line of communication and, and boundary because like just because you have a partner does not mean you need to travel mm-hmm. everywhere together and do everything together. In fact, like I think it's very healthy and we talk about it all the time on this show is to maintain your individuality. And what a better way to do that than to just go experience things by yourself, whether they be going to a show, the movies, restaurant, um, Mm -hmm. or on a big trip. Uh, I think it's just a very good thing to exercise. And someone I want to briefly touch on is Patricia Bright. Love her. Love her. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Patricia we're pretending <laughs> if you're listening, which you obviously are. Absolutely. She is absolutely <laughs> listening to this show. I would love, love, love to sit down and have a conversation with her because she's kind of touched about it a little bit in her YouTube videos, but she hasn't actually sat down and really discussed it. And that is this kind of split that she is doing with her husband. And they've been married for over 10 years, tw- over 12 years now, I think. Like they've been together for. A very long time. And um, she recently just started renting an apartment. And this apartment doubles as her office and just a space for her to go. Um, So they have two young daughters. And, you know, they both share the parenting duties. You know, they're there for the morning, they're there for the evening. And I think what I caught in one of her recent videos is that she's doing, they're doing this like two nights on, two nights off. Mm Mm-hmm thing I like I think four days out of the week where yep. her husband Michael will go stay at the apartment for two nights and then she'll go stay there for two nights. And it's just to kind of give themselves a little space. You know, we're coming through this pandemic. We've been shut in with our family mm-hmm. and 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 people are the bubble for two years now. And mm-hmm. we all kind of need a little space. So I feel like a lot of people think it's weird and they all think like, oh something's wrong with the relationship, but I think it's healthy Mm -hmm. in a relationship. And I almost felt like validated by that a little bit because I am someone like I am gone every weekend because Mm -hmm. I go ride my horse and my boyfriend stays in the city and everyone's just like, oh, isn't that hard? Like you're not together. And I'm just like, we are together Mm -hmm. five days a week. <laughs> Very like we are together plenty. You know, it's nice for us to both just have a little space that we can go do things that we both love. And then we just come back together and we continue on. One thing that like it's not like we miss all of our time off together is because we don't work the same schedule. Like he's off Tuesday, Wednesdays, yep. I'm off Saturday, Sunday. And um, yeah, I just kind of wish like more people would talk about doing stuff by themselves. Outside of their relationship, because I think it's more normal than what most people think. Um, mm-hmm. So, if Patricia, oh man, if she could ever come on and talk to us about that, I would <laughs> love die that. I would die. I would just die. Yeah, um, same. It's not the first instance <laughs> that like couples have lived apart. Like sometimes someone will have like a condo somewhere, or they'll be in these long-term relationships and never move in together. And mm-hmm. I think it's fine to like just maintain your own space. That's also something too that potentially being in such close confines with somebody, like maybe it does cause a bit of a strain, but it's, you know, it's just like, okay, but if this 
option of doing that stuff on your own and having some separate time away where you're like as Patricia's doing where she I mean I don't know anything about that situation but I'm just using it as a Mm -hmm. example where you know you're staying kind of two nights on two nights off it's like it's better to do that than resent each other yes absolutely then for the partner and the children like they're getting that best version of of themselves um, mm-hmm. because they've had time to relax. They've had time to just be themselves and pursue their own passions. I think it's just a really good opportunity. One thing I loved about Patricia when she first started telling people that she was renting an apartment, she was so giddy because mm-hmm. she explained that she's like, this is the first time I've ever rented an apartment. Like Because her and her, her husband, they got married so young and she's just like, we never did the rent thing. Like We literally bought a house and then did mm-hmm. the kids. And like, you know, they just got on with life. So mm-hmm. for her, it was just like experiencing these new things, which was something she always wanted to do. Definitely. But speaking on the open communication, you know, like keep the door open with your partner about these things. Because speaking from a conversation that my boyfriend and I recently had, because we're coming up on a year of being together now. So obviously for the first while, you want to be joined at the hip oh, kind for of sure. thing. And we had this conversation recently because, you know, like it was just you were having those moments where you were like a little punchy. Mm-hmm. Like you were kind of like, eh, you're bugging me. <laughs> and when we got to the basis of it, it was just like, you know what? Like we're working a lot. I feel like I have no time to myself and you feel like you have no time to yourself. I felt like that moment of coming to that realization together gave us the permission to be like, okay, well, tonight I want to go read my book by myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to go do tonight. Or I want to go have a movie night with Laura. So maybe yeah. when I'm doing that, you go off and visit with one of your friends. And by keeping that line of communication open, it reminds your partner and it reminds yourself that it is okay to have mm-hmm. time apart and to have your own lives outside of each other. It allows you to bring something back to each other to talk about. Yes. Because otherwise, it's just kind of like, I have nothing to tell you about my day because you were there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got nothing new for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I've got, it's like, oh, how was your day? I don't know. You were there. <laughs> you were here the whole time. How was our day? <laughs> yeah. yeah how and was I our think day? it's like, it, what is it? Uh, codependency. That's the, uh, mm-hmm. what a lot of people kind of fall into. So, yeah, I think so. We're just big supporters of being by yourself and being an individual yeah. within a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I like like a touch of a touch of codependency. It's no like mm-hmm. pinch of codependency, pinch of individuality. You know, that's kind of yeah. what marks a healthy relationship. I think yeah. it's just you want to come together, but then you're also like, you're driving me crazy. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Well, you're also like, I just want to go do my own thing. Like, go for a walk by yourself. It's nice. Oh, for sure. And you know what? There are some nights, like, I'll go sit upstairs and I'll just be like, I'm just catching up on my YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And I just know you won't like them. So I'm going to go enjoy them by myself. (laughs) Yep. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of reading a bit of a a smutty book right now. And you know what? I'm like, I'm living for this. Don't talk to me in the evenings. I know, right? When you're reading a really good book. You're just like, don't touch, just leave. I need to finish this. I'm so involved. Yeah. He Every so often he's like, so are we going to like hang out tonight? And I'm like, no, not until this book is over. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of funny. My boyfriend, I think he just kind of knows how like my schedule or something like that because some nights he'll be like, oh, what are we doing tonight? And then it's like 
what are you doing tonight? Like, what are your plans? So, you know, we're, we're getting very good at just like, you're going to go do that. Cool. I'm going to go do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think nice. that's just time and time and communication, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't need 24 seven of your partner. That's for sure. Yeah. Do things by yourself, but uh, we are women co-hosts of this show and I know our audience is pretty much primarily female. When you are doing those things by yourself, please be safe, especially if you are, mm-hmm. you know, going to a show at night or, you know, maybe going for dinner or you're traveling, especially just, if you know, be aware yeah. of your surroundings. Make sure that you know where you are, you have taken any necessary precautions and that, you know, let someone know where you're going. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to like disappear off the map. Don't have to disappear off the map. (laughs) No, you don't have to do that. Or, you know, if you are going to disappear off the map like I did um, because I had no cell service, tell the person, somebody before that happens that you're like, see you (laughs) in a week. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be offline from here to here. Yes. If you don't hear from me here, be worried. <laughs> yes. The ship went down. <laughs> the, the ship went down and I am swimming with the penguins. So yes, <laughs> do things by yourself. It's great. We love individuality. Yes, we do. Well, I think that's all we have for tonight. Do you want to let our listeners know where they can find and follow us off the pod? Sure. So you can follow us on our Instagram. It's the tea with Laura and Rachel. And you can listen to all of our podcast episodes on pretty much every single podcasting platform there is. And please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because they have a little rate feature on there now, which I love. And yeah, DM us. We'd love to hear from you. And with that, live like tea. Live like tea.